This is the Nordic Football Guys Podcast. What is up, everybody? We are the Nordic Football Guys. I'm your host, Hayden, and I'm joined, as always, by my host, Antti. Antti, why don't you say hello? Moro, moro. What's up, Hayden? I'm pretty good. How you doing, man? I'm doing just fine. Not yeah. even complaining about plenty, plenty things cute. So awesome! Glad to hear. Life it. is smiling. Yeah, yep. I, you're uh, having a good time up there in Olu still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And happy to do some mock drafting. It's been a while in yeah. the draft leagues. Yeah, Auntie and I, we just got through drafting a mock draft with the In the Trenches podcast, a podcast for everybody. So we're we're really happy to have them on. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, Auntie, do you want to tell a little bit about what we did? Yeah, In the Trenches is their, uh, their football-related podcast. And they talk about football, not fantasy-related football but football so uh, they know plenty about football so it's gonna be nice to hear what they uh what they had to say about when drafting fantasy players and uh yeah and uh we teamed up so because they were also two so we teamed up Hayden teamed up with uh Johnny and I teamed up with Carlos Uh, we were picking in the same mock draft lobby we were number uh, the, the fifth pick so we drafted uh, the regular snake draft, and then we came up with the big, uh, like consensus wise, who we thought was best. And then when the other guys were picking, uh, the otherwise other guys didn't wear their headphones, so we didn't have any idea about what was going on, about the strategies. There's a few good picks that you might hear that maybe uh, Hayden knew my guys that I value a lot, and then went ahead and pick them right before me and just for uh, fun so yeah it's it's, it's fun <laughs> it's yeah fun. uh we're gonna so be, I, uh, we hope to enjoy the episode yeah we are going to have uh, we're going to post a picture of our teams and then we will have you guys vote at home who you think drafted the better team and the winner of that gets bragging rights over the other one so yeah i hope you guys do enjoy this episode and we'll cut over to that interview now all right, we are now joined by Carlos and Johnny. Uh, Carlos, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing really good. We're really happy that after uh, so long we finally got this uh, together. We've been talking about having you guys on now for two or three weeks from what I can remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's fun. I, I'm, I'm excited to, to talk about mock drafts. It's, uh, mock drafts are always fun. You know, like even if it's in a big league, a small league, I've been part of both. It's super fun to get together and do a draft. Yeah, yeah, we're we're glad that you you're able to join us. Uh, what's the time by you, by the way? It is four p.m. All right, yeah, four p.m. I had to double check that one. It was four p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. It's uh, eleven p.m. here, so there's a. Uh, some major time differences, but wow. yeah, we've been talking, I think for a, th- a couple of weeks now and initially Carlos, he sent me the first few messages while I was on vacation. So I didn't, I wasn't able to uh, really work it out that well with him. And now auntie's on vacation. So he hit, they all got us in the middle of our summer holiday. So I hope you guys didn't think we were ignoring you. Super happy to have you on and we're ready to get this thing going uh on top of carlos we're also joined by johnny so how you doing johnny good man very very happy to be here very happy that we're able to do this uh you know carlos told me about it and i was super excited looking forward to this um 
just to get everybody's different take on on everything that's going on and and fantasy football i mean it's 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 sweeping the world and it's such a such a prevalent thing that everybody like gets into it uh even though obviously we're dealing with you know the whole covid 19 and, and waiting to see how, how everything turns out but everybody's missing football and everybody's you know uh, I, I mean i'm on twitter all the time and and people just start talking well, every single day they're talking about like how excited they are that the season's almost upon us and uh, and especially fantasy yeah for sure so where where are you joining us johnny I'm in Miami. I'm, in, I'm from Miami, Florida. Um, I lived here most of my life. Uh, big Dolphins fan, as you can see behind me. Mm -hmm. uh, big, long-suffering Dolphin fan, but uh, but uh, love football. Um, you know, I played it. I, I I coached it. I did stats for it. I, I've been following football from Pee Wee to you know Division One. I. I worked for, I, at one point. I worked in the Orange Bowl with uh, with the Miami Hurricanes. So uh, yeah, I, I love football, and I, I love the statistical aspect of it and, and just being at the game and everything. I mean, football season is, is, is life. That's yeah. nice to hear. And Carlos, uh, where are you now at the moment? Well, right now I'm actually technically like on a three-day little va little vacation. I came back home to Miami. I live in Orlando um, right now, but I am currently in Miami. <laughs> back oh, home right. visiting the family and seeing uh, just the family. Really, I haven't really gone out, but um, – visiting the family for the three days that i'm off work that's I'm, nice i was i know that you were just recently in miami right yeah that's what i'm i was just about to say i uh i think in november yeah back in november i went to miami for a couple of days and then orlando for my honeymoon with my now wife so that was a congratulations how was it congrats it was awesome uh miami was really cool where did you go uh well obviously when we went to orlando it was primarily disney world <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Haley's a huge Star Wars fan, and they huge just opened Star, Star Wars. Wars uh, yeah. theme park what did you think of it? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? I thought it was awesome, man. It was like that one was of awesome. the coolest things I had ever been to. It felt almost like I was in a movie, like a Star Wars movie, and like yeah, that was that yeah. was super cool. Have you had the opportunity to go? Yeah, I I I actually I'm a cast member, so I I got the preview and I and and I had the experience of going. I took one of my buddies, actually from Miami, and I told him, "Hey, look, I have a." Next trick, come over here, and he's a huge Star Wars fan. I, I'm, I like Star Wars. I'm not like a huge Star Wars, you know, fan, but I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. I think it's their best part. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, it, it was do like one of the coolest things I had seen. It, it was like, it was like walking into like a childhood dream, essentially. So I, yeah. I'm really glad I had the opportunity <laughs> to do that. Like it, it was so cool. But uh, enough about Disney, because I, I literally could talk about Star Wars. We I could have another podcast about Star Wars all day and all night. Yeah, Why don't, <laughs> I haven't seen any Star Wars movie. Yeah, ever. you're one of those. You're one of oh, those God. people. Uh, yes, you're the yes, one, I'm, the I'm one percent in the world. You're one of those people. <laughs> you're the one percent. I know in the world. so few of them. My yeah. sister's actually one of my my sisters is the same one. Doesn't has no pop culture understanding of anything relating to anything that anybody says about Star Wars. Has never seen a movie. Doesn't want to see it. Doesn't keep up with it. And I'm like. You understand you're missing about a third of the jokes or a third of the things that get said because it's so hugely popular. She goes, yeah, I don't care. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> the thing is, I, 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 I tried to watch it like three times. <laughs> the first one, that the, 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 like the fourth episode that came out first. And I've yeah, been yeah. through like one hour each time and then I, like, I can't do it. <laughs> This has been, this is almost like the foundation of our friendship is Auntie not watching Star Wars and me trying to convince him to watch Star Wars. We have literally two conversations whenever we meet up 
or three conversations. The first one is Call of Duty. The second one is uh, fantasy football. And the third one is, Auntie, when are you going to watch Star Wars? And that, that's literally <laughs> the only thing we ever talk about. So, but yeah. Uh, I do have a question before. It, it's about football. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Let's get off uh, Star Wars. It, it is, yeah, I'll Star Wars for a little while because uh, you can talk my ear off, but I'm not, I'm not much of the Star Wars guy. But uh, how, why is football so big? Like how big is fantasy football where, where you are? I think it's super interesting because here it's almost normal. If you're not in fantasy, it's almost like, you know, it's, it's yeah. almost like not watching Star Wars, you know? Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to say that. But uh, how, why is it so big and what, what got you into fantasy football? I'll let Auntie uh, take that one. Yeah, thanks for asking. Actually, in Finland, it's not, it's not so big. Uh, and football in general, American football in general, as, as you can see, we call it American football because right. we have real football here, as you guys <laughs> call it, soccer. <laughs> yeah. Where they actually like touch the ball with their foot like the most of the game. <laughs> so, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a huge soccer fan, so I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, the sport itself, it's not so big. Um, I know people who play it. Uh, we have interviewed those people who play it. Uh, but basically Hayden got me into, into fantasy football. So, um, and then we just do it with a Nordic touch and we try to get more Nordic peoples to start and play fantasy football. So that's kind of like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. Behind that's so interesting. Team. Yeah. Yeah. That is great. I think we've done a pretty good job. We've gotten a lot of, uh, Nordic people as well, mostly Finnish people, but that's okay. That are interested in reaching out. We to have few so. Swedes and Danish people. Yeah. So it, it's it's grown pretty big. I think that we've played a good part in at least helping people that are interested in fantasy football kind of yeah, figure it out sure. on, on a basic level. Uh, right. Before we get started with today's topic, uh, Carlos, do you want to tell us a little bit about your show? Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so Game On, a sports podcast for everyone. Uh, we are the In the Trenches, uh, which is the NFL side of the show. Um, Game On has MMA. You've got golf. Um, there is wrestling on it we have a bunch of different shows and that's why it's a sports podcast for everyone because there is something for everyone on the sport uh on the sports podcast um we just rebranded now within the trenches uh we've given we've done i think three episodes now we've talked about the afc east nfc east and we're gonna we're gonna continue that with uh the rest of the divisions till we get to probably the best division which is gonna be the NFC West is probably the toughest division in all of football this year. Um, so we've started, I've known Johnny for a bunch of years and I'll let Johnny take his intake on, on what we do there on, on, on our show. Um, yeah, we've got, we've known each other so long. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you said we a bunch of years, I'm like, man, it's really been that long. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he brought me on and, and I, I, you know, I, I thought it was just going to be like the, this fun, exciting thing where we would just sit and talk and it just kind of like took off. And, and it was the, the first episode was like, was just let's cover the draft. Let's cover the off season. Because back then when we did the first one, I mean, we were still on heavy lockdown. Nobody, there was, there was no talk about even football happening. So we just started talking and it became a pretty good show. And I said, okay, let's do this with more frequency. What, what can we do? Let's start doing the divisions. And then as we get closer to the season, you know, let's start talking about stadiums and teams, et cetera, et cetera. And then when we get into the season, you know, we have the ability to, since so now we're on YouTube, to maybe break down like the play of the week or the play that changed like the most important game of the week or something like that. And uh, we have myself and then another guy who we hope to bring on that like, you, like I'm, I'm not saying we're like John Madden or anything, but 
we had the ability to literally like break down the actual defense, break down the play, what happened, what was supposed to happen, et cetera, from a different angle and, and just offer just the, the audio and the video of it. Now, the funny thing is that we, me and Johnny have been in a, in a fantasy league before. Like we're, we're in one league, I think, what is it? A 10 man league, right? Yeah. So we're in a league together. So we, we do have fantasy experience and I have another league, which is a dynasty league, uh, which is pretty much you build your team over time. Instead of picking your, your team from scratch, meaning like not every player is going to be in the draft pool. You build your team over time and you draft one guy, you keep him one year and you, you know, maybe lose a draft pick, give a draft pick to keep a bigger team. Um, so we have experience in fantasy, and we're definitely going to be talking about fantasy in, in our show. Oh, yeah. uh, maybe not as far as, like, points and on and all that, but we'll definitely give our intake on who might be the best, uh, you know, a sleeper must-start guy that might have a great matchup. We'll, we'll definitely give our insight on that, too. Cool. Something cool. definitely to check out. So uh, you kind of uh... – touched on it a little bit that obviously we're a fantasy podcast. So auntie, do you want to explain to the nice people at home what we're doing today? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we are going to have a redraft mock draft uh, in a 12 man league format and we are going to team up. Uh, so I'm going to team up with Carlos and you are going to team up with Johnny. So we, in both teams, we have the stat guy and then we have the film guy, so to say. <laughs> and, uh, and we try to see who gets a better team. Yeah, and we will post when this show drops. We are going to post on Twitter and probably Instagram. We will have you guys vote who you think drafted the better team. And we will tag Johnny and Carlos on that so that they can feel some happiness or some shame. So good luck to both of you guys. Yeah. Okay, do you hear me, Auntie? Might be my connection. I can hear you just barely. Well, the good news is Auntie in this episode doesn't even have to hear me. So <laughs> maybe uh, yeah. Now it's back. My all, right. just... all good. All right. well, yeah, as I was, that's that fantasy. The fantasy fire is already starting to uh, yeah. to mingle. Yeah. So the questionable uh, lost connection. You know, <laughs> while we're trying to make a pick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So all as right. it goes, when Anthe and Carlos are picking, Johnny and I will take our headphones off, so we cannot hear what they are saying at all. So this is going to be kind of interesting i'm going to be watching auntie and auntie's going to be watching me for the kind of switch over we had yeah so let, let's just kick this off this is a brand new idea that we came with, up with like an hour ago and we're super excited <laughs> to try this out so uh without further ado i think we will kick it over we'll start the draft now and, and I will yes, so we our big slots will be fifth and seventh so yes. i think me and carlos will be fifth and you guys will be seventh so i'll kick it over to auntie now and Johnny and I, we will take our headphones off. And good luck to you guys. All right. So there we go. Hayden started the draft. Let's see who goes. It's going to be like uh, another 10 you- seconds. I will, I will uh, talk you, Carlos, through who, who, who's still on the board and, and so on. Uh, have you drafted? Do you remember if you have drafted fifth ever in, uh, in a redraft? Fifth. Um... I haven't. I've never no, drafted. No, I have not. Uh, I have drafted fourth in a in an eight man league. So, in a, I've never actually done a twelve man draft before. So, this is going to be oh, really okay. interesting. All right, cool. Do you usually want to go like running back first, or do you do don't do you mind like drafting wide receiver? Are we first? doing so? What's the point? Is it going to be a standard, or yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a half PPR? Okay, so. Depending on who gets taken, I think uh, the the more important thing is to take the best player with your first over or with your first pick. So our, our first pick will be the fifth pick. I think yeah. take the best player 
Um, if, you know, the top three running backs are not there, maybe jump on the best receiver or the quarterback is a little too soon. Um, maybe not in the 12-man league. It's something to think about. Um, Lamar Jackson did have some real good numbers last year. Um, but it depends who you want to build your team around. So yeah, in a PPR, just, you really want to go that catching running back, the running back that's going to get those catches too. Yeah. In a, in 12-man league, this uh, it's not a super flex, so we only have one QB. So the first QBs generally go like in the third round, maybe fourth round. Okay. So for the first round, it's going to be maybe a bit too early. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, ADP is 19, and Lamar Jackson, ADP is 17. So pick five, yeah, it's, it's too early for that. Yeah, it might be too early for that. Um, so Christian McCaffrey went first. After that was Saquon Barkley, then Ezekiel Elliott, and then Michael Thomas. So those actually were the four guys that I would have wanted to pick <laughs> yeah. at this stage. Yeah. So um, uh, there's still like Alvin Kamara is there, Nick Chubb is there, Joe Mixon is there. Um, then there's, of course, guys like uh, wide receiver size. There's still guys like Amanda Adams, Amari Cooper, and so on. We also on. have Hopkins. <clears throat> Mike Evans it might be a very interesting pick because he has Tom Brady now. He finally has a quarterback in a real good system with Gronkowski that could take a lot of pressure off of him. He hmm. should have a huge spike in his numbers. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I I think we might could be a get Evans like Evans, in the third though. round. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Evans might be a little too early. Um, uh, how do you feel about Nick Chubb? I like Nick Chubb's. I I I like his numbers last year showed, um, and his team should get better. So I think Nick Chubb's is the way to go. Um, how about how do you feel about Kamara? Uh, for me, it's very close. I have Nick Chubb before Alvin Kamara but I wouldn't be upset with Alvin Kamara either. So I, I, I let you choose, Nick Chubb or Alvin Kamara. You know what? I'm going to go Nick Chubbs. I'm going to go with Nick uh, Chubbs. Okay. Because I don't think that we could get Nick Chubb in the, in the second round because his ADP is 12. So he will go before we get our next pick. So we just is take him. Um, so we draft Nick Chubb right now. And then I will show the guys that they are up. All right. I think it's, uh, it's up to you and me now, Johnny. So um, I hope that you were doing okay. Did you guys just break down the entire first round because it sounds like you were talking. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they went there for like a, a, a handful of minutes there. But I was right. like, I remember that year that, that year that Minnesota lost a pick because it took too long. There, the clock ran out on them, and they had to move on. Anyways, where 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 are we? What are we looking at? Yeah, so let let's see what what's going on here. Ooh, they they took a, a leap there. So uh, we're picking at one oh seven, as you know. The first couple of picks were Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and Zeke Elliott, as they normally would be at this time. Uh, Then Michael Thomas, so the first wide receiver, went off the board at 104. But then they went Nick Chubb at 105. So a a big pick. They surpassed Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry and Joe Mixon. So uh, a big pick there for them. And then right before us, Alvin Kamara went at 106. So we are sitting on the board at 107. And the big guy, big names on the board, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, Joe Mixon. So uh, tell us a little bit about what you would do in this situation. Okay. I, I, Dalvin Cook came from Miami Central High School, went to Florida State. And as much as I grew up a Hurricanes fan, I hated Florida State. But I love Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. My only issue with him is he's currently wanting to hold out. And if he follows suit with the Zeke Elliott thing and the uh, – Melvin Gordon thing, and then uh, the you know I don't I don't want the holdout to to hold him up 
from getting back there because if he's healthy, I, I think he's the best pick of, of that lot. But that holdout has me really, really, really worried. Um, that notwithstanding, I, I honestly, if, if I had the pick and, and, you know, just on numbers alone, I would take a chance on him there rather than going for like a Joe Mixon or somebody because it's, it's big. I think it's just bigger upside. Yeah. I, I completely agree with everything you're saying. That makes a lot of sense. Dalvin cook is definitely the most talented guy on the field that that's still available right now at, at the one Oh seven. The fact that he dropped to one Oh seven. Yeah. Is kind of uh, nice. The only issue that I have with that, like you said, is the holdout, which is really scary, which makes me lean towards a player like uh, Derrick Henry. I I have no listen. I have no issue with with taking Derrick Henry simply because, again, Miami Dolphins fan. <laughs> I had to endure seven years of Ryan Tannehill, and then I had to endure one entire playoff run of of Miami Dolphin fans saying we should have kept him. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Derrick Henry is running for 270 yards a game yeah. uh, over everybody. And by the way, they're going to keep doing that. They yeah. built that line, that coaches, they're going to, and the only reason they're going to go anywhere is they're going to keep feeding Derrick Henry the ball. So, I mean, again, on, on, on the, on, especially on the pre PR and be able to, uh, Dalvin Cook has is a much better pass catcher than Derrick Henry. Uh, if, if everything was, if everything was even, but because of, like I said, I, I tend to shy away because of that holdout. Derrick Henry to me is a lock is a, is an extremely safe pick. Led the league in rushing last year. Uh, I have absolutely no problem taking. All right, I think we are in agreement that Derrick Henry will be our first pick. We are now on the clock at two oh six. Yeah, and we right after us, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Devonta Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Josh Jacobs, Tyree Kill, Julio Jones, Travis Kelsey, Miles Sanders, Chris Godwin, and we are on the clock again. And me playing a lot of fantasy football, especially doing a lot of mocks this year, I tend to lean going running back, running back in the first okay. two rounds. Uh, that doesn't mean that I am openly opposed to taking some like a Kenny Galladay type who's still available. We're also looking at uh, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, OBJ, DJ Moore. These guys on wide receivers are all available, but running back side, we have Kenyon Drake, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Todd Gurley. So is there anybody on that list that maybe sticks out to you? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just um, – I mean, I, I'm a huge, huge, huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I have a friend of mine, one of my dear friends. He's a huge Packers fan, so we've been following the Packers every single year. I love the Aaron Jones pick when he came out of college. I loved how much they gave him the ball. And now with the whole, they just drafted Jordan Love, and they got but they still got to kind of stroke the ego of Aaron Rodgers. I think they're still going to give Aaron Jones the ball a lot. He had 16 rushing touchdowns last year. That is a monster number. I mean, especially when it comes to fantasy, those things tend to rack up. Uh, of everybody you mentioned, that would be like my initial first pick. I am again. You and I, we are at lockstep, my friend. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Jones is definitely the guy that I'm looking at here. I like Kenyon Drake, but I don't think he only did like a couple of good games last season. Aaron Jones, he was very consistent last year. And imagine running a lineup starting Aaron Jones and Derrick Henry as your starting running backs. That is a powerful, incredibly solid. Yes. Yes. So uh, I don't want to waste any more time. So I will now pick Aaron Jones and I will send it over to them. All righty. So we are on the clock. It seems that they picked uh, Aaron Jones as their second running back. So they have gone uh, running back, running back. 
okay. which is has there been a running uh, a wide receiver run yet? Uh, yeah, there've been a few. Uh, so the wide receivers gone are now Michael Thomas, Davante Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, uh, Chris Godwin, and Mike Evans. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, early. but I'm actually pretty huge on Amari Cooper this year, since I'm I'm pretty sure that Dallas is gonna throw the ball a heck of a lot, and I actually believe that Amari Cooper would be one who could fall back on us next in our next pick since his ADB is 26. So I wouldn't mind taking a running back now, going running back, running back, and and hope that Amari Cooper would fall onto us. How do you feel about Amari Cooper? I mean, there's still guys like... I have Amari Cooper on my keepers team. I love Amari Cooper yeah. and, uh, in a PPR. Um, yeah. He has... They drafted another wide receiver, so it's going to take more pressure off of him. So he's he's a good pick. And I think you're right. I think he does fall. He might fall to us um, since it is, it, it is a snake draft. The only thing I would say is who's the top running back available? Kenyon Drake, who I still have him as a running back, like running back 12 in my rankings, so still like running back one. Uh, so then we would have two running back ones in our is, team. Is DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Swift available? Mm, no, and I'm personally I am like a bit hesitant on rookies. And I don't like Lions running backs maybe that much since they haven't Yeah, done I, I, I don't blame you. I don't like Lions running backs. <laughs> I don't yeah. blame you at all. And um, still guy, if you want to go rookies, there's still guys like Jonathan Taylor and even Clyde Edwards Hilaire available. Okay. Um, Drake is the next guy available. Yeah, well, maybe they're like the best guy in my books. But there's also guys like... Um, did um, Eckler and Todd Gurley. Did, yeah, I was about to ask, did Eckler get taken? No, not yet. Uh, Do you like Eckler more than uh, than uh, Gideon Drake? A lot more, especially in in Arizona. Um, yeah, I, I I like Eckler more, especially since they're more importantly they're going to have to run the ball a lot more in the Chargers, so he might get a lot more carries. Even though they did draft someone, um, he's third on the charts, so he's it's going to be actually. You know what? You you that that's probably very smart. Uh, who is the Kenny Drake might do, might might be the pick here? All right. You also have then, Melvin Gordon in Denver, but there is a committee there where they're going to be splitting. Carries. Yeah, they they also have Lindsay there. So, uh, if you don't mind, we pick Kenny Drake here, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And let's then, do it. then hope that we get. All right, let's do that. And then, I think we are hoping Amari Cooper, right? That he will Hope, fall us onto us. Hoping Cooper. Hoping Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. So now we are on the clock again, and let's see. So after we picked Drake, there was uh, so Ceh went after that. Mahomes, so first QB of the board. Galladay, yeah. So we have still Amari Cooper available. So I think we're gonna pick him, right? Yeah, let's do it. Take Cooper. It'll be our cool. first, his uh, uh, first, and a good pick at that for first yeah. receiver. Yeah, I actually am. Um, have him as the second wide receiver this year so that's good our first wide receiver here and then we will give the guys the uh show now all right it is now me and johnny's pick again and uh johnny do me yep. a favor Talk to me. remind me that we have two picks 
<laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm like, they're taking a little while. But yeah, I mean, they got the snake thing. They got the snake thing. So it's going to take them a little while. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how are we looking now? And uh, what are you looking at? Yeah, all right. So let's see what, we, what we've got here. So our last, right after Aaron Jones, uh, Mike Evans went and Auntie and Carlos picked Kenyon Drake. After that, <laughs> Clyde Edwards. That's a Carlos pick, man. He, 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 he talked him into it. Fair I'm enough. He talked him into it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, George Kittle, Kenny Galladay, Lamar Jackson, Austin Eckler, OBJ, Melvin Gordon. Then they went Amari Cooper. I think that that was a good pick there at 305. Yeah. Uh, Allen Robinson. And now we are on the clock at 307. Uh, so just to remind you, at this point, we are sitting with two running backs. So it might be a good idea for us to start looking at wide receivers. What do you think of that? Absolutely. I, I was actually pulling up the uh, the wide receiver numbers here um, from last year. So I will tell you who's gone, and then we okay. can take a look at we can look at other people. So uh, obviously the big guys are gone: Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Tiger Kill, Julio Jones. Uh, all of the second tier is gone. Also, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, and Kenny Galladay, uh, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, OBJ, and Amari Cooper are also off the board. So we are looking at players like Juju Smith-Schuster. Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Cooper Cup, and Calvin Ridley. So, of those names, anybody that piques your interest? Um, on numbers, I, I, the thing is, I think it's a little bit high for him. But then again, it is a twelve-man league; he might not be around the next time we pick. But on numbers and on just opportunities, he's going to get uh, Cooper Cup is the guy that sticks out to me because he, if, if it is a PPR league and you get, you obviously get points for the receptions. He had ninety-four receptions last year. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had double-digit uh, touchdowns last year. He had 10 touchdowns. Um, again, he's not the number one guy. He's not that flashy name. But on numbers alone, he's a guy. The thing is, I think in the third round, it might be a little bit too high to take him. Um, uh, Adam Thielen is another guy that, 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 would, that would stick out to me, especially now that Stephon Diggs is no longer there. So he's probably going to get a lot more looks. Uh, and his numbers might even go uh, higher than they were last year. Yeah. Those are two interesting guys. I, I do like Adam Thielen because now he's the number one guy there. He's a little old, but this isn't a dynasty, so we don't get points for age. Right. Uh, some The guy that kind of strikes my interest, uh, DJ Moore, just as a Carolina fan, I am a big believer in Calvin Ridley, but I think that Calvin Ridley might come around to us later, and I would right. love to have him in the next round as our right. wide receiver too. So I'm very happy here going Adam Thielen as our wide receiver one because you okay. like Adam Thielen. Yes. Uh, I like Adam Thielen a little bit more than Cooper Cup, so if we could go Adam Thielen over Cup and we can see who comes around. Absolutely, because like I said, he's the number one guy now. Uh, so, you know, Stephon Diggs is gone. He's going to get all those extra extra looks. Um, and, if, and if Cook is healthy and does play and, um, and obviously doesn't hold out, you know, that's going to open up that passing game and he's going to get even more looks. I mean, he can have a really monstrous season if, if, if things go, go the right way. Yeah. All right. And so good news. We went with uh, – uh, who was it? We went with Adam Thielen. Right after that, Leonard Fournette, Robert Woods, Juju Smith-Schuster, Todd Gurley, DJ Moore, Mark Andrews, Chris Carson, Mark Ingram, Tyler Lockett, Cooper Cup, and we are on the clock again. So if we want to grab our second wide receiver because this is a two-wide receiver league – I love that fact Calvin Ridley fell to us, A.J. Brown fell to us, and Cortland Sutton. So we have three great options there. 
if we want to grab a third running back right now, we are looking at people like James Conner, Lev Bell, and let's see who else, and David Johnson, or Jonathan Taylor is available. So I think okay. for value-wise, I'm feeling that we're getting more wide receiver value here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, I like the Ridley pick. I liked them in college. I liked them in the pros. And, and uh, you, know, you know, on that offense, they, you know, Matt Ryan has no, has no shot, has no – no excuse not to just throw it up uh, as much as you, as much as possible. Um, my only issue with Calvin Ridley is how many targets is he going to see on that offense with all the other weapons they have? Yeah. Now, if he can just you know elevate himself to be that number one guy and get the most, obviously he's got Julio Jones on the other side. But still, in that offense, there's so many passes thrown that he can still give you a ninety you know ninety receptions, 80, 80 90 receptions, thousand yards, and double digit touchdowns. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, another, but of everybody uh, you mentioned, I, I'm leaning toward Ridley. Yeah. Another guy that if we wanted to steer away from Ridley, because like you said, he's the number two guy. A.J. Brown is the number one guy for his team, and he had a monster second half last year. The only issue that I have with A.J. Brown is that we would then have spent uh, two of our top four picks on Tennessee players, and I don't love hitching the wagon that that much. No, to, to no, no. Team. Yeah, no, no. No, I love not. A.J. Brown, and if I didn't have Derrick Henry, I would definitely be going A.J. Brown here. But I right. think Calvin Ridley is one tier above A.J. – not A.J. Brown, but Cortland Sutton. And I think be- yeah. we could spread it out to Atlanta. I think that that's the way to go. So are you cool okay. with that pick? Yes, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. And now we will turn it over to them. All righty, Carlos. So what do we got? What do we got? Who's on the board? We are looking at – we are now in the fourth round. Uh they actually went with Calvin Ridley, so they got their first. No, they actually yeah, two. They picked twice again. I forgot. So they first went with uh, Adam Thielen. Actually, wow. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Mm, mm, I'm not sure. So sure, I would agree with that. <laughs> not maybe the biggest Thielen Thielen truther. Uh, of course, now it's better when Dix is not there anymore. But still, he would have to have a quite a leap from from last year but then they went with a guy that I love that I would have wanted to have maybe uh, Calvin Ridley but there's still there's AJ Brown available if we want to go like again wide receiver wide receiver I like AJ Brown a lot I think I I have him actually higher in my rankings than I have Calvin Ridley Um, I don't I don't like AJ Brown just for the sheer fact that uh, they run the ball way too much there Mm-hmm. And if I think value wise, if we are going to take a guy like that, now we're getting into the second tier of, uh, I mean, St- is Stefan Diggs still available? Mm, yeah, but I think he will be available later on still. There's guys like, uh, uh, like AJ Brown is like the most valuable pick, but after that, there's guys like Keenan Allen, Devante Parker, DJ Chark. Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, T.I. Hilton, and then Stefan Dix would be the next after that, like ADP-wise. So I think uh, Stefan Dix will be still available in our uh, next pick if we so wish. Mm, how about... Running backs? How about, how about, how about quarterbacks? Who's available uh, at quarterbacks? There's only two guys gone, so Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. There's still um, I have like <clears throat> Russell Wilson for next year. I have I, I have him the highest in my list. Also, Dak Prescott is way up there for me. Uh, 
but these guys they go generally like the ADP 58 so we we can have those guys later as well okay so you want to so, go <clears throat> I just really don't like that brown pick but if that's if that's we don't, if we, don't, say, we, don't we don't have to do the brown pick uh, we can of course we can skip skip that if you don't like him this uh, co-op so <laughs> if you don't like him then we won't <laughs> pick him uh, if we look at running backs, we have James Conner, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson, Jonathan Taylor. Um, those would be like maybe the four to think about. Okay. <clears throat> and tight ends, uh, we have tight, end, tight end, ends. We have like Zach Ertz and Darren Waller. That would be maybe in the next, uh, like in this tier. So, I th- I. I think we should jump on a quarterback this pick, and then the next pick that comes back to us, we see who's on the board left. But I think Dak Prescott, since we are a little bit weak at running back, we really need to capitalize on other positions. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we have Nick Chubbs and Kenyon Drake is kind of a question mark, and he's like our number two guys. So I think we need to capitalize on the other side of our roster with the with like a top, a real top quarterback where we're not falling into the second tier of quarterbacks. So I think Dak Prescott is the safest and and best best pick here. And we already have Cooper on the team, so we'll get double points. Our quarterback should be throwing to our wide receiver, so that's always good. But I honestly believe that we can have Dak Prescott with our next pick because he's so far away from the ADP. So I'm pretty safe to assume that we can have him in our next pick. So I would rather maybe take somebody else now and then the next pick we would pick Dak Prescott. How about that? Okay. I can bet like 100 bucks that we can get him next round. So well, I don't um, have 100 bucks, so I won't bet that. But. <laughs> yeah, I will. Figuratively speaking, yeah. Uh, so, do you like... If we go like wide receiver, uh, do you like... Is Beckham still available? Or no Beckham? Uh, no, OBJ is not available anymore. Should we go then maybe uh, like the Parker? No, Godwin is gone. Godwin, Godwin is gone as well. Not Goodwin, yeah. sorry. Godwin. Um, yeah. Should we go with Devante Parker? Parker? He had a huge year last year. I, and I'm a Dolphin fan. Um, uh, How about no, that? I don't, I don't like Devontae. I, I, I like Diggs more than Devontae Parker. We can go we can go for Diggs if you like. I, can, I think Diggs. Yeah. I think Diggs numbers are gonna be very. Are are gonna be high. I I think the Bills are are are, are much better team than people think, and they're still kind of figuring out figuring out their running back. So I think Diggs is gonna might have his best year. So I think Diggs is a good pick here. Okay, we went with Diggs. So now it's our next pick, and we can still get the uh, Dak Prescott here. So I'm just gonna go ahead and pick him now. Do it. All right. And that's cool. a good. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, and now we can give the show to them. All right, Johnny. I hope you had All a nice little break. I hope you're ready for our next pick. <laughs> So we're in a, actually like a really great draft situation right now. I'm not sure like how aware of like uh, fantasy drafts you are, but we have already our two starting running backs and our two starting wide receivers, which is huge. Uh, we have Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Adam Thielen, and Calvin Ridley. So we are really not forced to do anything right now. So we can really pick the guy that we want, which is, is really good. It's really hard to get to that point in the fifth round already. Yeah. So um, I'm thinking here that it might be a good idea to either grab one more running back just for the running back depth, or we could even look at uh, quarterbacks and see what they're at. I, I, I'm generally a believer in waiting for the quarterbacks to, to come to us. 
unless it's like something just astronomically special. Right. You know, like the, 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 the I remember the years that Aaron Rodgers was like winning MVPs mm-hmm. and I can't, his numbers were just so ridiculous where it was four, you know, 4,500 yards, 45 touchdowns and five picks. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would see him go in the middle of the first round and the second round. And I was, and I was guilty of taking him and, mm-hmm. and I won a league taking him in the second, as high as the second round. But yeah, I'm a guy who waits on quarterbacks. I, I'd rather fill out my, the rest of my team. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're, you know. They're, so they're let, let's take a look what they did. So they went at the 408, they picked Stefan Diggs, who's a, a good player, uh, a guy I'd be happy to have on my team. I feel like that was a little early. Um, and that's that, a car. I'm telling you right now, that's a Carlos pick. Uh, and <laughs> in one of our podcasts, he is like pushing for the Buffalo Bills to make a run to, you know, back, back, to, back to greatness. And he thinks that Stefan Diggs' move was huge. I think they gave up a little bit too much for him. I think he's a great player. I yeah. think they gave up a little bit too much for him. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, that's definitely a Carlos influence player. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, like A.J. Brown and Jonathan Taylor, D.J. Tark, Devontae Parker, these all went after him. So let's see who else went there. Next pick, Dak Prescott. So they took probably the number three quarterback off the board. So now I'm not thinking maybe we go quarterback. Let's see who's available at running back. So we are sitting, if we really wanted to go running back right now, James Connors, the highest on the list who I hate. I think everybody hates <laughs> this here. Uh, David Montgomery, Raheem Mostert, Devin Singletary, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, and Kareem Hunt. That's the top guys on the list. So any interest in any of those guys? Of the list you gave me, only because I know he is their number one and he's getting a shot to be their number one. Uh, Devin Singletary is a guy who, who intrigues me and he's, he's basically going to be your third guy, but he's a guy that if he beat, and I think he's going to beat out Zach Moss, even though they drafted him, but you know, they're, they're, they're going to go a lot more with him. They're going to make him the number one guy and give him the opportunity to have a big year. Um, because obviously Josh Allen is still shaky at, at times uh, and they're going to lead more toward the run. That's a, that's a run and, and play strong defense kind of team. Uh, but of the guys you said, that's the one guy that I, because he's the number one guy, right. uh, as opposed to DeAndre Swift as a rookie or, um, or Kareem Hunt, which is a backup. Right. Um, I, of the guys you mentioned, that's the guy I would lead to. Yeah. The only other guy that is the guy for their team is James Conner. He might be a little bit interesting because Big Ben is back this year, but he's, it's hard. It's hard. Right. It's hard to make that pick on the wide receiver side. We're looking at Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf, Jarvis Landry, and AJ Green. So another, there's a lot of good opportunity on the wide receiver side. The only thing is about fantasy is you really want to get those wide receiver or running back filled down. So right. I think that I'm going to go with your pick of Devin Singletary. He's a guy I have no shares of at all this year, so I, I don't mind picking him one time. Right. I think I think it, it, it could pan out well. So Devin Singletary, you cool with that? Yes, absolutely. All right, so we'll go Devin Singletary. Yep, okay, and now we are – Back on the board, let's see who's available. So all of the running backs, except for DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, and Kareem Hunt fell off the board. So good thing we picked Evan Singletary when we wanted to. <laughs> uh, Terry McLaurin, DK Metcalf are gone, but we still have people like Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, and Michael Gallup. And here's where I am playing the game against Auntie, and I need to have Michael Gallup because, because... <laughs> <laughs> I have to have Michael Gallup because I know that this would be their next pick and I need to have him. So I let you pick the Devin Singletary. If you let me have Michael. 
I, I, I'll tell you why, absolutely. The guy that we want to bring on, that we're probably going to do a, a podcast for this coming week, he's a buddy of mine in Tallahassee. When we had our draft last year, he was literally on the chat set. Everybody I picked was like two picks away from him, and he was just cursing me the whole draft. Like, he's the guy I wanted. He's the guy I wanted. So like, in your case, I totally understand the theory of, let me take him because I know that's the guy he wants. Yeah. So, so yes, I'm, I'm totally on board with doing that to somebody because at the end of the day, it's a competition. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're so, all still friends afterwards, but right now, if we can take Michael Gallup from him, we will. So Michael Gallup will draft Michael Gallup yes. here, and we will pass it over to the boys. All right. So let's see who they picked first. They went with Devin Singletary, and okay. then with their next pick, they went with, oh, my God. Hayden is such a SOB sometimes. He knew that I wanted Michael Gallup, so I'm pretty sure he will. He just picked him <laughs> because of that. <laughs> that is a classic fantasy. You always yeah. want that one guy, and he's like, uh, not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, because he that knows that so much. Yeah, he knows that I'm, I'm very high on him, even though they drafted CD Lamb. I still believe Michael Gallup is getting a lot of work. And yeah, well, that's just that was just inspired against me. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that, so well, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm sure so, uh, Johnny's looking at some of these picks and he's like, oh, that's a Cardinals move. <laughs> yeah. Like, for example, do you, do you mean with the Stefan Diggs, for example? Uh, yeah, Stefan Diggs was probably, he, he's probably like, oh, that was my guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, Hayden knows me pretty well and he knows that I'm, I like Michael Gallup a lot. So I'm, he, that's why he took him just two picks before us because I would have <laughs> wanted to have him in that position for sure. Uh, so just to recap our team, we have... Uh, our QB and two running backs and two wide receivers filled. So basically, the only key position we are missing now is the tight end. So how do you feel about going tight end now at this position? I'd... Let's see who we have available. Evan Ingram, I wouldn't like that very much, would be the next one. And then the guys like Tyler Higby and so on. So maybe, how do you feel about that? How, how uh, who in tight end has been taken already? Mm, tight ends that have been go, gone or uh, like of course uh, Kelsey yeah Kelsey, uh, yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey Kittle, Mark Andrews Zach Ertz, Darren Waller and Hunter Henry are, are gone so we have guys mm. like Ingram Higby, Jared Cook, Kronkowski Hooper, Hayden Hurst, Gesicki Noah Fan. but since we can't have those like higher tier guys I wouldn't mind like taking a shot in the later rounds yeah, for, I think I I think if if we're gonna if we're gonna pick from the from the bunch of running backs like the the real running backs and top guys, Kelsey Kittle are gonna be your top picks. I had Ertz last year and he was a disaster. I don't know mm. what was going on over there, um, but he absolutely he didn't give me enough points really, and he he was almost a waste in my team. At mm. some points, I benched him, um, and he's supposed to be one of the better. Uh, tight ends, and I think he's super talented, but he wasn't producing points last year. I don't know why. Uh, I, they, I I do know why because they had another tight end that they would play, and the the kid was actually pretty good. So I don't know what's going on with Ertz there, and I think we once you get into that lower tier of tight ends, you can mix and match them on a week and week basis, especially since it is not a keepers league. You can drop and add players left and right, um, and tight end really, I, I think a running back. A running back is more valuable now, or another receiver would be would be more valuable. Yeah, running backs that we have available are like a bunch of rookies, like DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, Keyshawn Warren. 
for example. And then we have like old timers like Karim Hunt, there is guys, James White, Sonny Michel. Uh, I would maybe, Look, if you want to run I, back, maybe you would go for upside and maybe take a rookie running back here instead of like these old timers. You Karen. took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the, the one I like maybe the most out of this punch would be... Uh, Who do you like more? I, 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 I know I, who I like more. Uh, and I think he's he's definitely going to be... He's he's a good player and he could catch. PPR is very important. He, he's going to give you those receptions. And where he's going, uh, on Johnson is more of a bigger guy. Um, mm-hmm. And he's going to get those goal line touches. But when it comes to being a three-down back, it's going to be DeAndre Swift is going to be the guy there. And he has okay. a good quarterback that's going to use him more, especially since he, he needs to check down passes a lot maybe um, because they are rebuilding. I think the, uh, DeAndre Swift in a, in a PPR league is going to be a good third. And maybe even we might even start him some weeks over Kenyon Drake, to be completely honest. Yeah, we can um, flex him. We have one flex position, so we can put him oh, there perfect. for sure. I I, okay. I really like that pick. I think it's a very safe pick. And I kind of hit gold with Kareem Hunt when he was in KC. So I'm very big on picking like rookie quarter or, or rookie running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drafted Hunt when he blew up that year. So um, I think it's a great pick in a PPR. All right. So we went ahead and picked uh, DeAndre Swift here. After that, we had... Like, for example, Ingram went out of the board, so another, like, less tight end. We had Debo Samuel, Jarvis Landry, Marcus Brown go off the board, uh, a couple of QBs. So now we uh, we have guys still, like, again, Cam Akers and Keyshawn One are both still there if we want to go, like, and stack, stack even more rookie running backs. Uh, one guy that I wouldn't really mind here would be Marvin Jones. Uh, I think he he could have a good year. Uh, even though we can call it a yeah, uh, or uh, one guy that we could take a shot maybe uh, would be uh, Brandon Cooks. What do you think? Um, yeah, I Marvin Jones is a good pick. The only reason I don't like it is because we already have a Detroit player. So I I I think in a twelve man league it, we're we're spread out enough where we could pick guys from different teams. Mm-hmm. I think it's a solid pick. I I'm not super high on him. Um, but I think he's he should be a pretty good pick. Um, uh, is uh, for instance the guy uh, that got drafted this year from Denver? He's another rookie. Um, but I think we're pretty solid on on receivers. Like Cooper is going to be, he's the number one in Dallas and a good team. Diggs is going to perform also. Uh, I think value wise, like we did with Swift, I think like a rookie in this position that maybe is a guy that blows up and we could play him in a flex. Is uh, and there's not a lot going on in Denver. Uh, they have a good running team already, so I think they're trying to expand on their on their passing, and they really don't have a really good receiver over there. They really don't. They they, they have they have like second guys, and it's kind of like the Dolphins. They have Devontae Parker, but really there is no other receiver around him. Mm, um, yeah, I think we can. Jerry Judy would be. I wouldn't mind. I think I like him maybe the best from the rookie receivers, but I think we will have him still next round available where could we we could take him there so i would like okay, maybe so you want to go a solid a solid pick as a as a backup how many how many yep. wide receivers are, are we playing in the roster is it two uh yeah we have two like starter wide receivers and then we have uh one flex and then we have oh, five okay. bench players 
Okay, so, so at this point we're picking like the backups. We're picking like bench players already. Yeah, I think Brandon Cooks would be have maybe upside. New uh, home yeah. in Houston. Uh, I think he will be the number one guy there. Yeah, yeah. Watson yeah, and, is good. And, and they lost uh, Hopkins. So now Brandon yeah. Cooks. Um, the only reason I don't like Brandon Cooks a lot is because of injury. But if he's a if he's kind of like the third backup, then he's not a bad pick at the, at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think he would be have a like good Cooks. upside. Yeah, let's yeah. take Cooks. All right, now it's back to those guys again. All right, Johnny. Looking at this, let's see what these guys did. I'm sure the people at home already know, but we can take a look. Uh, so their first pick, DeAndre Swift, uh, the running back from Detroit. So they went with the rookie. Uh, he's been sitting there for a while, so I think that was a good spot for him. What do you think of that? Yeah. I, I love him com- coming out of college uh, with Detroit. You know, he's going to have a chance. I mean, I know they got they got some good running backs up there, but they, they've never been able to find the guy. And he, coming out of college, looked like he could become the guy. So if he gets that, you know, he, he cracks the, the starting lineup, he can get – he can make some things happen in Detroit. Yeah, and they also went with Brandon Cooks, who's a good value here, should be the wide receiver one in Houston. Uh, I don't know if he – he definitely will not take over the the old role that he – that the old wide receiver is leaving, but definitely no. some good value in the seventh round for a wide receiver. So I, I commend them on that. Brandon Cooks was a good pick. Yeah. Uh, one player – we are now – picking it's not pick number 79 one player that i was hoping would get back to us who did get back to us and i i know i said i'm big on waiting for quarterbacks but we're now at the end of the seventh and i think that this is long enough josh allen adp 67 is still sitting on the board i love josh allen this year he can use his legs which is great for fantasy a touchdown on the ground for a quarterback is worth a lot more than a touchdown through the air and josh allen's going to give them to you so I think that I'm leaning towards Josh Allen right here because we're, we're filled on running backs. We have three great running backs, Derek Henry, right. Aaron Jones, and Devin Singletary. We have great wide receivers, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, and Michael Gallup. And the best quarterbacks available, Josh Allen. And then it takes a huge step down, Carson Wentz, Matt Stafford, Drew Brees. So what do you feel about that? I, I, I love Josh Allen and that. And one of the things that Carlos and I talked about on our podcast is you know he sees the Bills in the AFC title game. I say they can get there. I trust me as a Dolphin fan. Josh Allen has literally obliterated us the last the past two seasons. So I know firsthand how good he can be. Uh, my thing with him is obviously just the consistency when it comes to the passing game uh, side of things. Athletic ability. It's I mean he's got a cannon arm. He he can make things happen with his legs. Can escape the pocket. You know I think he is, he's he's already got twenty plus rushing touchdowns in his first two years. Uh, it, it, he, he, he's a tremendous talent. My thing going forward with him, both in real life and in fantasy, is he's got to just, you know, but the thing is now he's also got Stephon Diggs. He's got another weapon. He's got to hit those short and intermediate routes a little bit more often, get a little bit better on his completion percentage, and then he can have statistically, I think, a, a phenomenal year. So, uh, you- so the fact that he's there in the seventh, I'm, I'm, all, in, I'm all in on the pick. What, what, I, what you're saying a lot about Josh Allen, I feel he's a lot like – Cam Newton in his prime where he he can't hit those passes but his legs is what makes him so valuable in the fantasy so I see a lot of Josh Allen as a Cam Newton like in 2015 2016 right so great value in the seventh round for sure uh after that we are now looking who went so Cam Akers Drew Brees Jordan Howard went in the seventh that's quite early I was hoping that him he would come back to us a Will Fuller Carson Wentz Kareem Hunt 
John Brown, Darius Guy, CeeDee Lamb, Marvin Jones. He just dropped. And we are now at 806. And again, we are not back to any cor- into any corner, so we can really go anywhere. So, is there a position that you'd like to see? Um, what is how, how as as far as like, I'm, I'm we're eight rounds in. Um, what is the tight end position? Look, do you got how, how do you guys in your in your in your draft and sorry in your in your uh, league? How how much do you value tight ends per se? Is it just like an extra guy? Do you have a tight end position? Uh, I mean, tight ends are definitely worth a a pick. You know, like. It's good to to get your tight end out of the way. It's some guy that you're going to need. One tight end that is actually blaring out to me right now that I cannot believe is still on the board. We are now at pick 90. He is 80 pick, ADP 70, so that means he would be picked 20 picks ago, is Tyler Higby. Do you like Tyler Higby this year? Yes, absolutely. He had tremendous numbers last year. Right. Um, I, I, I totally, totally like him. Um, and like I said, it, it's, it's something about filling a position, you know, filling out your starting rotation even if it is a tight end if you especially if you can get good value on them yeah um, I, I definitely like Tyler Higby and after Tyler Higby there's a huge step down so we're looking at people like Jared Cook whose ADP is now so we're getting Tyler Higby at a 20 spot discount so definitely yeah. the pick here I th- I'm yeah. so glad you said tight end Tyler Higby it is that was quick and short and we'll send it over to the other guy <laughs> Cool. All right. Let's see what has happened and how we have to adjust. Oh, okay. So they went with their QB. They went with Josh Allen. I like that pick a lot. I'm high on Josh Allen for sure. How about you? I think, it, um, I mean, Johnny, I, I think it's a good pick. He, he has weapons around him and he, the only thing about him is that we're looking for him to take the next step. So uh, I, I like the pick. Um and I, I'm not sure who was available next to them, but I do like the pick. I think it's a good pick. Hmm, for sure. There would have been maybe guys like Matthew Stafford went after and, and guys like that. I is made... Murray – let me ask you a question just off the top top of my head. Sure. Is Murray still available? Uh, unfortunately not, no. Actually, Matthew Stafford is still available. I'm very high on him, but I don't think that we need another QB this No, we definitely don't. Soon. I was just asking – or yeah. like if Murray was still available and someone slipped on him, if he was later in the draft, we definitely we could pick him up as a backup because he's a potential uh, blow up on his hands in, in yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Even though he yeah. does have a tough schedule, he has a lot of good players around him. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, actually now Jerry Judy is still available and I'm pretty sure he will be there um, in our next pick. There's still guys like Christian Kirk and Deontay Johnson, Mike Williams before that, and so on and so on. So I think we can... You want to go... Last time we, we wanted... You wanted to go tight ends. I think... Um, yeah, I they think went actually with is... Tyler Higby. He fell a lot, so he was a great value for them. Yeah, I, I think... I think like uh... 20, 20 picks discount there, so that's, that's good for them. Um, there's... Guys like Austin Hooper, Jared Cook, Hayden Hurst. Uh, so we, so uh, Jared Cook, Rob Kronkowski, Austin Hooper, Hayden Hurst, Mike Gesicki, Noah Fan, TJ Hawkinson are guys available. I wouldn't mind wait still in tight ends and maybe take like guy, a guy like TJ Hawkinson later on and take a shot on him. Uh, I think he could be great this year. Mm. So what I, what what I like doing at this point in the drafts, you're kind of we're kind of like almost halfway to that halfway point. Um, 
almost, I would say. Uh, where do you think we need the most help? That's my question. That's what I always ask myself. Yeah, the only key position that we haven't filled yet is the tight end position. So our pick number is 92 and uh, Jared Cook is still there and he should have been gone 12 picks ago. So I wouldn't mind taking Jared Cook here. I mean, it's redraft. He's still the number one tight end for sure for New Orleans. So yeah, I wouldn't you, mind to go Jared Cook here. What about you? I I I think that's a good pick, yeah. Yeah, I think okay, that, let's, that's a good pick. let's take our tight end here and then we don't have to worry about him. Or our yeah, and we have a solid we, we we have a solid guy. Now we don't have to mention that too much. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I still have Jared Cook in in my top ten tight ends, so all good, all good there. Uh, has there ha, has there been a defensive run yet? Uh, no, not yet. No, um, it's another defensive premium. So I think defense and kicker will go in the last two rounds. So. Uh, we will have our pick there. We could also maybe, if we want to secure like the best defense, like Patriots, we could even take them in like the 13th round, 12th round, just to make sure that we we get them if we don't have any upside players there available. So we can who's, for sure do that. Who's who's the best? Who, who who's the best? Um, I, we have. We have now. We the have best receiver. Let's say that who's the best receiver available on the board. Uh, Value-wise, it's Christian Kirk, but then we have guys like we can look upside here. So maybe the Jerry Judy guy is maybe the best upside here. And I like that Judy pick. Um, I like that Judy pick. Unless we go defense, I like the Judy pick. Actually, Jerry Judy. It... Actually, Jerry Judy went five picks ago, so I was wrong about that. He went way oh. before his <laughs> ADP. But there's oh, okay. guys like there's like Mike Williams here who I like a lot this year, who's still there. Uh, I'm Mike Williams over at San Diego, or yeah, San Diego. No, LA. Sorry, not San Diego. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> LA. I'm so used to saying San Diego. I still say San yeah. Diego. Yeah, it's been um, a while. But yeah, in, as you said, like it matters who's around. And in in Chargers, they only pretty much have Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They don't have any other wide receivers there that have any any relevance. So it's only and those Keenan Allen guys. for sure is not available. That's for sure. Allen's yeah, Keenan Allen said when yeah a long time ago. But I, <laughs> I think Mike Williams will have like challenge him from that number one spot anyway so uh, i would love to take mike williams here what do you think uh yeah i think we could wait one more round for defense and i think i i personally like mike williams a lot yeah um i've i've had him a bunch of times on on, on my teams already so i like mike williams okay it's a bit of the reach but we don't care let's take him and then yeah i think the, hand... sometimes yeah. it's just feelings i think mike williams i i like I like Mike Williams. I think he's a good player. Uh, we still need to see more from him, but from what we're used, like the pick where he's landing, where he's not going to be a top two guy, he's going to be the middle. He's pretty much on our bench and maybe a flex. I think he's a great pick. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay, let's give it back to Hayden and Johnny. All right, Johnny. It's us again. And we are sitting pretty. Our team, our full lineup is Josh Allen, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley. Dude, that is a great starting lineup. And then in the tight end, Tyler Higby and the flex, Devin Singletary. Man, we are murdering this draft. And then on the bench, we have Michael Gallup. So now I think what our best situation would do is to pick a lot of guys with some high upside. Some guys that maybe they don't have a guaranteed workload, but some guys that could potentially like really do something in the season what do you feel how do you feel about that 
Oh yeah, no. Now it's it's all about you know this guy. Nobody knows about him except maybe me. And he, I feel like if he if, if the ball bounces a certain way, he could explode and he could be just a steal at this point. Yeah, so, yeah. You so, look you look for those kind of guys. So let's look what they did. So they went Jared Cook. So remember what we were saying, Jared Cook. His ADP was 20 higher than Tyler Higby. So we got some great value there for uh, Tyler Higby. I'm happy with that choice. Um, After that, they went with Mike Williams. That's one of those high upside guys I was talking about. But I'm looking here, and there are a handful of guys uh, in the wide receiver position and the running back position that I would be happy to maybe get get my hands on. So – so on the running back position, we're looking at people um, that are still on the board. Sony Michelle is still on the board, ADP 82, where I pick 103. So that's some great value. Also James White. So it's we can really choose which New England running back we really want if we want to touch one of them. We don't have to. Right. Uh, we uh, also have people on the board like Emmanuel Sanders, who's a guy that uh, just got – um, who's over in New Orleans now, there's a big role potentially carved out for him. He yeah. could, he uh, With Drew Brees, who knows? The sky's the limit with him. But another guy that has really caught my interest is Darius Slayton from New York Giants. So those are like the four guys I'm leaning towards. Is there a guy, one of those four, that you really like? I absolutely love Emmanuel Sanders, um, only because when every, every year he was in Denver, when Peyton was there, after Peyton left, you know, for some reason, he found himself on, on, on one of my teams and as a third receiver, as a backup receiver, as a two receiver, whatever. And he always put up the numbers, man. He would have weeks that he would win me the week just on – he had one of his, of his usual explosive games. And now, you know, going into New Orleans, that, that was a huge signing for them. I know they have Michael Thomas, which is all – I mean, this is that guy's all world. But, you know, Drew Brees, to have that other – that guy on the other side and, you know, on any given day, he, he, he could break one and give you a huge week and give you a huge couple of weeks and maybe give you a couple of wins in the middle of your season that, that pushes you up. Um, I, I thought it was a great signing for them. I love Emmanuel Sanders. Um, as far as anybody else you mentioned, uh, God, well, somebody else you, you talked about that I was I – was, um, was it the I, running backs? Was it James White or Sonny Michelle? Or was it Darius Slayton? It was Slayton. It was Slayton. It was Slayton. I, I wouldn't touch, although I have had many, many times I've had uh, New England running backs. This year, obviously, they lost Brady. I, I just think that team lost too much. I think they can get some things done with Cam Newton now and, you know, the short passing game. Maybe you can pick up a James White, you know, maybe later on and stash him on your bench and uh, in a pinch, you can, he can get you, get, get you through the week. But I think a guy like Emmanuel Sanders would be a better pick than James White or, or, or Sonny Michelle. Now, Slayton is interesting because Carlos and I talked about the Giants on our recent podcast. And, you know, I, I, I kind of I, – I didn't think I was going to like Daniel Jones as much as I, I, I've grown to like him. And now that they're building some stuff around him, you know, Slayton is a guy that, that could just quietly give you numbers that you didn't even think he had. At the end of the year, you, you'd be shocked by how well he did. Um, but, if I mean, if I had my pick just on – my history with him, I would go Emmanuel Sanders, but I would, no, I would have no problem with Slayton at this point. All right. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So Emmanuel Sanders, I think we'll pick him. Uh, Darius Slayton, if we're playing the ADP game, like guys that might come back to us, 
we're reaching a little bit for Sanders. We're at 103 and Sanders is at 109. Darius Slayton's at 99, but I think it's okay to reach for Sanders if it's a guy we're high on. So I will go for Sanders here. And then now we are on the clock one more time. And we have people, oh, good thing we waited, man, on Darius Slayton. He came back to us. <laughs> Look at that. There you go. Now you yeah. now you. Now you get the best of both worlds. We got the best you know of both worlds. One of those two guys, maybe both of them, will, will explode for you and can be on your bench. And, and in, like I said, in a pinch, maybe a few weeks, you have to start them. They, they can they get produced for you. Yeah, so we could pick him up. Also, we could pick up someone like um, Latavius Murray or Daryl Henderson. Who uh, Daryl Henderson might have some workload for him. I don't know. You, you said those two names, and I'm looking at your face, and it – it looks like it pained you to say those two names. Like you didn't really enjoy saying them. You weren't yeah. very high on them. I just You're feel like, oh, like right, I'm, I'm just going to throw the names out there. I really don't want to, but I'll just say them anyway. Yeah. I just feel <laughs> like we're kind of like, cause we only have three running backs that we're almost fourth forced to take a fourth. I think if we were to take a wide receiver here, like Darius Slayton later in the season, if we really need a new running back, we can make a trade because trades happen all the time. So I think Darius Slayton's our guy here. I think so. All right. Uh, man, you and I, we are like on the same page. I love this. <laughs> All right, and that was another really quick one, so we'll pass it over to them. All right. So, again, a quick recap of what happened. They picked uh, Emmanuel Sanders right after our Mike Williams pick, and then oh, they got in- extremely lucky. I'm pretty sure they were wondering if they take Sanders over Slayton because Slayton was higher on ADP, and they went for Sanders for some reason. But Slayton actually came back to them. So they got best of both worlds. So they, they got Sanders and Darius Slayton both. I'm not so, a big Sanders. I, I, I would have taken Slater, but I'm not a big yeah, Sanders got, fan. Yeah, they got both of them. I would have for sure taken Darius Slayton before Emmanuel Sanders. But yeah. they got both. So they got <laughs> extremely lucky there. <laughs> so uh, nothing to complain about that. A quick recap of our team. So we are sitting pretty with QB, Dak Prescott. Uh, then we have our running backs, Nick Chubb, Kenyon Drake, DeAndre Swift. Our wide receivers are Amari Cooper, Stefan Dix, uh, Brandon Cooks, and Mike Williams. And our tight end is Jared Cook. So we are sitting pretty, pretty, pretty. It's not a bad draft. What do you think? I, I, I like the team. I think we're, we're solid. With our starters, I think we have a solid starting team, um, and then we have a few guys here and there that, which is what you always look for in your bench, especially with like backups. Um, you know, second, third tier guys are you. Have, you really have to get situational. You really have to look at who you can, especially in a twelve man league. I, it, it, I would love to actually do a twelve man league because <laughs> I've never done one. And a ten man league is super exciting. There's, yeah. At the end of the season, you're picking guys that you have haven't even heard of the knowledge that you get and the players, and it's like so many players in the league. Like last year, I was amazed. Um, it was the first time doing a ten man league. Um, usually, I'm like an eight man, maybe you know, eight, uh, uh, an eight man league on on a regular basis. But a ten man and twelve man is out of it's out of control. Mm. Um, but I I think we're pretty solid on everything. Um, my only question is who hazard who took has anyone taken a defense yet? Nope. No defenses. Actually, again, wrong. Just the one pick before us was the New England defense. So first defense out from the board. I'm very surprised no. at that. I'm not high on the Patriots defenses here at all. 
They lost mm. a lot of pieces. They're they're they might take a step back. Um and I, I hate to be a homer, but I really do think the Dolphins I they're definitely not the team to pick right here because I still think the the 49ers are a must pick here, especially since I mean the 49ers defense last year was tremendous. Um and they didn't lose too many pieces. If if anything, they might have gained a piece or two. Mm-hmm. Um so I think we solidify that defense, take that defense since was since one was already taken, we just take that defense now and we'll see what's available next. I think that's the safest and smartest pick. You complete mm-hmm. the team. Uh, I will give you one notion, just you have the full information here. So our pick number now is 115 and 49ers ADP is 130. So they should come back to us if we wait one round because there's only 10 picks in between us. Okay, so how about we don't take them this pick and we see what's available on our on our second pick. Yeah, yes. Uh, I think we only have three running backs, so maybe we should take one upside player maybe here. Uh, there's only so much available. There's guys like um, Alexander Mattison that could be somewhat valuable now since uh, Dalvin Cook is holding out. And again, he might turn out nothing. Uh, and then there's also this new kid from the block in Buffalo, Zach Moss. Those are pretty much the only two guys I would like maybe think think now. Maybe Daryl Henderson. But then again, they drafted Cam Akers in the second round to the Rams. So not so high on Daryl Henderson. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm not very high on the Rams. Uh, they probably have a very hard schedule. Mm. They do have a hard schedule because they play those three teams, six of their games. So yeah. they do play I I rather take Zach Moss. To me, Singletary is a lot better than what people think he is. And if he figures out the fumbling issue that he had last year, I really do think that he's he's gonna figure it out. Um and I, I think Zach Moss is is just a bad pick at this at this time. I think Zach Moss is maybe a free agent you pick up during the season. I think mm. he's one of those guys. Um, yeah. but I I I'm a fan of the Acres the Acres pick. Um yeah, Acres is gone, read... unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, I thought yeah. he was still available. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Daryl Henderson is still there, but I don't yeah, because of Cam Akers, I don't think Daryl Henderson would be a good pick. Good pick here. Some interesting yeah. wide receivers with maybe some upside could be like Anthony Miller, maybe, uh Preston Williams, Jalen Rieger, uh... Sammy Watkins. How do you Sammy feel about Watkins Sammy Watkins? Yeah, because then he could be like a streaming look option like Sammy Watkins the, for me is like the ex girlfriend that keeps coming back. That's exactly yeah. what Sammy Watkins is for me. Yeah, I, he could I've, have huge I've games. had him three times and his thing with injuries and if he's good when he's good, he's really good and he's on a really good team. Um so at this point I think he's a pretty solid pick. We pick it I think Sammy Watkins is the best one out of out of everyone that you said. Yeah, I think yeah, Talent he has the wise. highest upside maybe, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's I like go, Sammy Watkins. Let's go Watkins here and then it's it's a reach, but you know, we are reaching at this moment. So actually I was wrong again. San Francisco went off the board right after us. Again, way too early. If we want to go defense here, there's still like Bills there. Uh which is not bad. Bears, Steelers, Ravens. Uh let's go I think Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. I like, I like the Ravens because they have especially that offense is very overpowering. So the Ravens, that defense sometimes is off the field a lot more. And it, I, I like the Ravens pick. 
I don't like the Steelers. I'm not very high on the Steelers this year at all. Um, I think the Ravens are, are, are a good pick. All right, let's go Ravens here. And let's give the mic back to the guys. And we're back. <laughs> hey, all right. So <laughs> we are now on the clock. Uh, let's see what they would. So they, with their, they went Sammy Watkins with the 10, 10.08. All right, that's an interesting pick. I don't love Sammy Watkins, but we're late now looking for some value. So that makes sense. And then they pick their defense. Uh, I think you and I, we should just leave our defense and kickers for the last two picks. And we'll just, I usually do. Yeah. Unless it's, unless it's somebody like, you know, like that Seattle 2013 or the, the Baltimore Ravens of 2000, some kind of defense like that, you know, I mean, I've won with, you know, new England's defense when it was ranked in the teens, it wasn't, it wasn't the best event. And I would would still win leagues with that. Yeah. So I think our best bet here is maybe we could, we we only have like two picks left. So we could either look to get one more value pick at wide receiver. We could look to back up our quarterback or tight end. So let's see who's around. Hayden Hurst is available. Who's a tight end. I'm really high on this year. There's all that vacated targets. He could be a great tight end too. Uh, We have Matthew Stafford and Daniel Jones and Cam Newton all still available for our quarterback too. And then we have Preston Williams, Golden Tate, and Curtis Samuel all available at wide receiver. And then we still have Alexander Madison and Daryl Henderson available. I don't love Alexander Madison because he's just a handcuff and we don't have the handcuff. So uh, Daryl Henderson maybe. But any of those guys that I mentioned that you want to look at? I guarantee you, Carlos being the Dolphins fan that he is, Preston Williams will not make it back to us. So if if there's something about him that you like, obviously he's coming off injury. My thing with him is he showed flashes down here first, you know, month of the season, even though they were, they weren't doing well, he was doing amazing. But at the same time, I kept telling people, listen, he's young. There's a reason he went undrafted. He will just drop and drop and drop passes every game, but then he'll catch a touchdown for you. And he's coming off a huge injury. Um, Of everybody you said, I would be intrigued to say either go for like a Matt Stafford to back you up just on, on the off chance um or who was it that Hayden Hurst yes yes I love Hayden Hurst I absolutely love them coming out of college I uh, thought he was going to be good he is good and I think now it's you know he he's he, he's there he's it's, I think it's him and Andrews uh in that in that situation um yeah so, but now he's in Atlanta and he's the starting tight end in Atlanta oh that's right because they lost they lost Hooper oh forget it then for sure um because they used it whether it's Hooper or dating back to the Tony Gonzalez days you know, Matt Ryan loves his tight end, especially down in the end zone. Um, and Hayden Hurst is is that kind of, I, I really, really like him. Um, I definitely, definitely um, would like either uh, – my, my, my picks would be either Hurst for, for your second tight end or Stafford as a backup, and I would lean toward Hurst. Yeah, I'm definitely leaning Hurst here because there's three great wide receivers still – or quarterbacks still available that we can pick right. whoever's still on right, the board. Right. Hayden Hurst, ADP 120, we're at 127, so I don't want to play that ADP game. So let's 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 definitely pick up Hayden Hurst here, and let's see what quarterback is next. That's still on the board. We still have Daniel Jones and Cam Newton. Oh, and Ryan Tannehill, who's an interesting guy. So any of those three guys that you like, and Ben Roethlisberger is still on the board. The, well, the thing about Ben is you don't know how he's going to be coming off that injury, right? But I mean, of all those guys, I I I would lean toward Ben because you know even two years ago when he had when he when his team kind of fell apart on him. His numbers are still just astronomical because at the end of the day, this is not this is this is fantasy football, and it is all about numbers. Um, of those three guys, uh, I would pro- I'm sorry, those those four guys, 
I would lean toward Ben. Um, Cam Newton is very interesting to me because I think he's going to do well in New England. I just don't know how long it's going to take him and, 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 and Josh McDaniels to really get in sync and him to get going. I mean, it might take half a season or it might not happen at all. Um, because they do run a, a specific system there. Um, so of everybody you mentioned, I would probably lean toward Ben. Uh, but I have, I mean, I have no issue with Ryan Tannehill. He's just got a new contract. He does have a Derrick Henry. Um, he would end up being our backup. And, you know, in a pain, like I said, in a pain, cheesy, he's going to give you nice numbers. Uh, maybe not, 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 not a guy you want to, he want to be your starting quarterback for the year in fantasy, but he could definitely be your backup. He can, he'll be good on a bye week for Josh Allen, but you, right. you seem to really like Ben Roethlisberger here, and I have no qualms with taking him now if, if that's the guy that you like. I, I, I love Ben. Ben has always put up numbers for me, man. All right, Ben, He's, it is. Uh, you know. <laughs> All right, and our next two picks is just our defense and our kicker. So that's basically our team, man. So when we get the thing back, we'll, we'll go over the team in detail, and then we'll send it over to them now. Cool. You got it. All right, Carlos. So it's back to us. So basically, right. we have one pick before we auto pick our kicker on the next round. What do you think if we take our backup QB at this point? I mean, there's still uh, Cam Newton available, which I like a lot for the upside. I mean, he has been the number one fantasy quarterback. He always has the legs, and uh, he could be a potential like upside guy. Yeah, um, I think he. The the system's gonna change there a little because he, he I don't think he has that Tom Brady like stylistically doesn't to me doesn't fit the Patriots, um, but I he's he's a solid pick and he's more of a question mark as like what the Patriots how they bring him into the team is gonna be the bigger question but he has the talent mm. and the sky's the limit with the with a system like that I just don't like the I don't like the pick because of that. Just the simple fact that I I just don't think it's gonna work. Um, I think he doesn't fit the system. Um, he's he's a type of quarterback that likes to play off his legs. He's not gonna beat you with his arm for the most part. Um, yeah, he's mainly sure. making plays, and, and we don't know what a Patriots offense like that is gonna look like. Mm, yeah, I'm I'm more certain that they they are not gonna play him in the pocket because they I don't think that they signed him because of that. I think they signed him for what he can do. And I'm I'm pretty sure they are willing to change the offense according to that. Uh, if they would have wanted the bucket guy, they would have signed somebody else and not Cam, Cam Newton. So uh, I have actually Cam Newton like in my top 10 QBs this season. I know it's uh it's a, it's a, maybe a hot take, but but still other other QBs that would be available are, are like guys like Daniel Jones, uh, Ryan Tannehill that I wouldn't mind. At all, um, about just to throw it out there, is Burrow still available? Uh, yeah, Burrow is still available. It's an interesting pick. Um, Ryan Tannehill, as far as fantasy, doesn't produce much because they do run the ball a lot. Um, so he's not a guy that's going to be throwing a bunch of times during the game. He's more of a clock manager in that team. Um, you know, he's not like the Deshaun Watsons of of, of the world. Yeah, I, mm. I know. And I know this is not me being a bitter Dolphin fan. I like Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback. I I liked him when he was here anyways. But, again, they run the ball. And what you're looking for is a quarterback that might have to throw the ball more. And Joe Burrows, even though he is a rookie, has a lot of upsides 
as far as talent-wise. They don't have much protection around him, but I think fantasy-wise he might be a good pick because he's going to have to throw the ball. Um, there's no – there's they, they, they can run the ball, but eventually he's, he's going to be able to run around and, and make plays. Uh, I like him much more in fantasy than Ryan Tannehill. Um, One thing that occurred to me is that we may might we may have QBs in the free agency available to stream. Another guy we could look at maybe would be our backup tight end since our main tight end is getting pretty old. Uh, we have still TJ Hawkinson, which I mentioned earlier, still on the board. Uh, he broke all kinds of records with his rookie game, uh, like debut before he got injured, and I think he could be huge this year. At least he's a like huge upside, if nothing else. Yeah, I th- I I I I think he's that that's a more solid pick than a than a backup quarterback, especially since we could play with free agents and yeah. all that. Yeah, I think it's okay. it's 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 a more important pick than a backup quarterback at this point. Great. Let's take TJ. Let's take TJ and then just auto pick our kicker with our next pick since it's our last last pick, anyways. So now oh, actually we have still we have still one pick before we have to get our pick uh, kickers. So we could also have our QB. Okay. Yeah. So should we take now like Daniel Jones, Cam Newton, or uh, Joe Burrow? I I let you choose. Um. Between those three. It's it's a huge risk, but again, I just don't know how much. We we've seen Bill Belichick and his and that style offense um, for so many years now, and even with I believe the offensive coordinator is Josh McDaniels. Um, when he was a head coach, it didn't really work. His style offense that he wanted to bring to the NFL it didn't really work, and he he kind of went back to New England. Um, and I believe he's the offensive coordinator now. Um, don't quote me on that, um, but I I don't know how much Cam Newton is going to work. And it might be a waste of a pick. That's the only reason I don't like it. Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. when it comes to fantasy, uh, they run the ball a lot. He's not going to give you, you know, three, four touchdown passes a game. Maybe one, maybe two. Um, he does have upsides. But when it, again, late, super late, we're picking a backup. I Why not take Burroughs? You know, I, that, that that's the way I like it. That that's okay. the way I see it. Why not take a risk with him? Let's take Burrow, and then next pick is our kicker, and then I think we will finish now. They only have their defense and kicker left, so let's take the guys back on board, and we just stay here as well, and let's have a recap for team. Sweet. All right, guys. I think we are. Up for our recap now, since you have only your kicker and defense left, and we have our kicker only left. So, all right, let's just auto draft our kicker that our kickers and defense. I, we're definitely going to go Chicago Bears. Are you okay with that, Johnny? Oh, he he doesn't have his headphones on, <laughs> but it's okay. We're going to go Chicago Bears defense. Sounds oh, good. Yeah, sounds good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's no, all good, man. No worries. I've done that like five times today. And then Matt Pratter is our kicker. Congratulations, Matt Pratter. I like him. <laughs> There you I go. Like him a lot. And let's right, see let's who you get that. That's how important the kicker is. We don't even know who we got. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would go with this uh, young Hoku guy just because his name is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just pick him. 
Actually, Look, I, well last, year. last season, I, I, I actually had a team go out on Sunday without a kicker. So I've literally fielded a team without a kicker before. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, Auntie, why don't you – ooh, what, what, did, uh, draft, uh, what did you get for your draft grade? 74 out of 100, not the best. We got an 84 out of 100. So, according to Fantasy Pros, we did okay. Not, not, right. not the best, not the worst. Why don't you read off your starting lineup? So, yeah, uh, QB is Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. That's Let nice. Big job and Kenny and Drake. Mm, wide receivers, Amari Cooper and Stefan Dix. Our starting tight end is Jared Cook. And now Flex. You could choose, but at the moment it's DeAndre's fifth. We could maybe put like guys like Brandon Cooks in there as well. Mm. Uh, defense: Baltimore Ravens kicker Young Hoku. Uh, pretty solid bench. We have Brandon Cooks, Mike Williams, couple of good upside players. DJ Hawkinson, which I love, with our like second to last pick. Joe Burrow, also maybe looking Ooh. for that upside. Uh, and Sammy Watkins, that. If we start him at the right times, could have game winning, uh, week winning games. So, yeah, no, that's that's not a bad team. Uh, you have some really good upside on your bench, so I, I really like that. Uh, yeah. there's yeah. one pick in your team that I hate, and I know that you only did that in spite of you are 100% correct. I saw that he was on the board, I saw you had a pick in two turns, and I was like, he's mine, he's got to be mine. So <laughs> Our, I totally backed this play, man. I told him, listen, <laughs> I, I totally understand what it is to do that to somebody. So, yes, by all means, draft him. This is the time to draft him. All right. So, our team is Josh Allen as our starting quarterback. I, I like where we got him. Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, Tyler Higby, who we got super late, Devin Singletary. Uh, then we got the Chicago Bears and Matt Pratter on our bench. The man, the myth, the legend. Michael Gallup from Dallas. How do you feel about that one, Anthony? I think you made a good pick there. Thanks. And then, rub it in a little bit. Don't yeah. you? <laughs> don't and you? Then we have a couple of high upside guys. We have Darius Slayton, Emmanuel Sanders, Hayden Hurst. We got really late, and I was happy to grab him. Oh, and yeah. Th- another thing, Sanders and Slayton. I think you were very lucky when you got both of those. And I don't know why you picked Sanders before Slayton. But anyways, you got very lucky. To I'm get really Slayton. not. I, I I I don't know who that was, but I'm not high on Sanders. We we, uh, we actually went back and forth on that. We were thinking about getting Slayton instead of Sanders, and we we talked about it. We went with Sanders, and then we came, when it came back, Slayton was there again. Like, okay, perfect. We got them both. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. It was it kind of fell into us. So it, it was, was perfect. Yeah, we didn't play the ADP game well because uh, Slayton was 99, and we were pick at 107, and Sand or 103, and and. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders was like 109, but we picked him first. But it worked out, so I love it when that happens. And then Ben Roethlisberger to close it out. So I'm going to take a picture of this so that I know what to post on our – Take a picture of yours. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, ben. This was a, a fun exercise. I, I tell you what, Johnny, it was really awesome. You and I, we, we – I felt like our brains were coming together <laughs> and we were just forming this super team. We agreed on a lot of stuff, and it was. Yeah, re- I'm yeah. gonna come to you, man. I'm coming to you when I have draft issues because hey, well, I know you absolutely. know what I want. So <laughs> I look forward to it. I look yeah. forward to it. How how did it go for you guys? I believe it went pretty well. I mean, there were a couple of picks that I promised to uh, 
Carlos, that don't worry, those guys will come back to us. And it, it it didn't end up that way. I mean, for some reason, they went hugely like in advance of their ADP. So some guys were reaching, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, uh, I think we got in pretty pretty good. Like, and and we worked in unison. What do you think, Carlos? I I I thought we were good. I think the I I think we bounce ideas off each other, and you know, I the. I would say we kind of got thrown off. I think the the Drake pick, um, I didn't say anything at the time, but I thought the Drake pick was was a reach on him, um, especially since I've seen him in Miami. Uh, I thought that was you. No, I thought, yeah, I thought, the, I thought that pick was no, all you. I'm, I'm, not, all you. I'm not high on Drake at all. <laughs> I totally thought that was you. Um, but no, I, was I, I think we, we like Drake. <laughs> but we. We picked it up at the end. I, I really like our receivers. I think we did real good with yeah. that Cooper Diggs. Diggs, I think, has a lot of upsides. Mike Williams, Watkins are both guys that have so much talent. Um, and it's only a matter of time before, you know, they they have a complete good year. Most of the time it's injuries, so if they stay healthy. They're, and Williams in in, a, in L.A., not San Diego, because I called them San Diego earlier, uh, <laughs> is interesting. Um, and Swift, I I think the sleeper in our whole team is Swift. I'm a big Swift fan. Yeah, you got him. You got some good value on Swift. I think me and Johnny were saying that. But uh, yeah, this was an awesome episode. Uh, Johnny or Carlos, anything you want to say before we close it out? Uh, I just, I personally, I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. Uh, come on with you guys. It was a lot of fun. It was just amazing to 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 share and just kick you know kick ideas around and whether it's the actual draft, the fantasy draft, or just football in general. Uh, I had a great time. I hope to do this again. It, it was awesome. Yeah, for sure. We'll be happy to have you on or maybe join you guys. We'll try to talk real NFL and not fantasy. That would, <laughs> that'd be yeah. hard, but fun. I think that'd Definitely. be a great time. But yeah. And Carlos, anything for you? I mean, uh, probably uh, reiterating what Johnny said. Thank you. I, it's been super fun uh, to get into kind of real getting like really kicking football season into, into a big, uh, into fantasy, getting back into football. Um, I would say jump on fantasy, man. That's You're, you're going to get so much knowledge, um, especially doing like a 12-man league, something like this, where you, you, you're you picking guys that you really have to look at the upsides in them. Yeah. You, you might be na- looking at some names that you're not sure who they are, and you look up right. information, and your knowledge will really get built up with especially big leagues like this. And if not, just do it for fun, man. Football is super fun, and fantasy makes it a lot funner. So (laughs) thank you so much for having us. It's been great. Yeah, man. Well, we'll definitely have it again, and we'll be happy to join you guys, like I said to Johnny. Uh, But anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will see you guys real soon. Morro, morro, mita poro. That's Finnish and it means what's up reindeer in short. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode or all of our previous episodes. We hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. That is the most important thing. Go and listen to us in Spotify, in Apple Pod and all the other major podcast platforms. And if you have any questions or you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us at NFG Pod on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We Kiitos. hope to see you there. Morro, morro.